Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Digital Micropreneur. This is a podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs, people from marketing, advertising and different fields of life. And today I have a very special guest. She is a lawyer by degree, uh, entrepreneur by profession and a biker by, by passion. Uh, I have Radsi with me. Hi Radsi. Hi Abhishek, how are you doing? I am good, I am good. How are you doing Radsi? Very good, very good. Thank you so much. Great, great. So Radsi, uh, if you could, I have given a very small introduction about you. But uh, those who are listening to this podcast, when I was talking to Radsi before this podcast, she was telling me her whole backstory. So uh, Radsi, if you could introduce yourself uh, uh, to the audiences. And when I say introduce, uh, I always ask all my guests to start from the beginning. So probably schooling, college and add as much, feel free to as much uh, masala you want to add into the story because that's what all of us remember. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, just before we start, uh, thank you so much, Abhishek, for making me a part of this one. I mean, uh, very honestly, this is the first one and it's very, um, I'm really happy to be, uh, have a conversation with you. So uh, talking about myself, um, I'm from Pune, my family and everybody, we always belong to this educational city. Why I'm saying educational is because my mother, and I'm very proud of it, that my mother is a professor in University of Pune. Mm -hmm. And she teaches uh, Sanskrit, Prakrut, Ardhamagadi, Jainism, Buddhism. So, I mean, you know, she has about 16 degrees. And that is why I always say <laughs> that she's, we are from this educational city. Mm. Um, so, uh, from my schooling, uh, if I talk about, uh, I was always a sportsman. Um, a reasonable student, but uh, more like a sportsman because uh, uh, I have done my, uh, I mean, you know, nationals, I'm a national champion for a gymnast and a cocoa level. Wow. So I've played that sport. So I will always have that uh, thing for sports, basically. Mm. And if you talk about professional level, um, I have a little more than 16 years of work experience now. And I have been blessed and honored to, uh, to have worked with WNS, Aviva, uh, TSYS, India Bulls Housing Finance, all these right. clients. Right. Uh, currently, I'm working with Zeta Impex. Uh, we are an import-export trading firm. Hmm. So we deal into um, aluminium, uh, healthcare, FMCG products, medical equipment, surgical equipment, and all these things. Right. So domestic level, international level trading happens here. Wow. And uh, yeah, and uh, as a person, if you tell, uh, if you talk, uh, if you want me to talk about myself, then. Uh, very honestly, I love bikes. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a hardcore uh, rider. Um, so I go for uh, long rides with my friends. I love drag races. I am a diehard fan of MotoGP. Marquez, uh, Mark Marquez is my favorite sportsman. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, everybody should have some sports and some activities <clears throat> uh, that actually, you know, keeps the fighting spirit alive in each other. So right. that whenever all these, like, you know, all these lockdown and all these stuff happens, hmm. it becomes a little easy, I think, for us to fight out the situation right. and keep doing something and keep, um, uh, I mean, uh, making yourself a little more happy and uh, all that stuff. So I think sports is very important in everybody's life. Great. So I, sorry, I forgot to introduce her as, as a national sports champion as well and that also in two sports not, not just in a single sport so so that's uh, the interesting introduction now uh, my, my next question to you quickly is if you have to explain what do you do in business to an eight-year-old in just 30 words how will you explain it to him 
Uh, eight year old. Okay. Yes. So if it's like an eight year old, I would tell him that uh, uh, what I do. Uh, so there is a dairy milk manufacturer. So there mm. is dairy milk as a company mm. who is uh, manufacturing or producing chocolates. And uh, there is a shop next to your house who is selling it to you when you want right. to buy. Right. I am that person who is taking it from the dairy milk guys and giving it to the shopkeeper so that you can <laughs> buy the chocolate. Yeah, exactly. I am that middle person. So uh, that I think the eight-year-old would understand in this. Yes, yes. Uh, in normal words, I think um, I am just connecting dots, dots between the manufacturer or the producer um, and the buyer. I'm just right. a middleman. So, so you guys do are into what kind of export and import? I'm sorry. So you guys are into what kind of import and export? FMCG what, what? products, uh, agricultural products. Uh, okay. So there is like hydroponic. Uh, then there is aquaponic, uh, all these fruits and vegetables that are coming up. Uh, when we talk about uh, medi uh, medical equipments or healthcare, uh, I will say that we are into, of course, right now, because it's COVID-19, that COVID-19 test kits and all that stuff, right. uh, face masks and sanitizers, or, uh, you know, you need PCR units. So right. we are tying up with companies like that. Understood. When you talk about uh, aluminum and metal, uh, mm. we... Uh, I mean, we have all these car ports and other aluminium uh, and metal uh, products which we supply. Right. And um, yeah, FMCG, uh, we want to uh, actually deal with coffee and uh, more like, you know, the spices, which India okay. is actually... So this famous. coffee comes from which, which all places across the world? Uh, no, so we are, no, we have not actually tried. I'm saying that we want to deal you with want to get coffee. Into it. Yeah, right. so we right. are uh, trying to get a deal with a lot of people from... Uh, Arunachal Pradesh and oh. because South India is very famous for coffee but Arunachal Pradesh is also one of the biggest uh, oh. land you know where coffee oh. production happens in a really big way so okay. we are trying to get a deal done because it's an amazing coffee in Arabia coffee. Yeah I, I never knew about this that Arunachal Pradesh also produces coffee. Yes yes. Uh, uh, interesting interesting. Yeah. Great great great. So uh, so Ratsi uh, my, my next question to you is uh, when all of us when we are kids uh, Nobody dreams of becoming an entrepreneur, the dream of becoming a doctor, engineer, actor, whatever, military. So uh, what you wanted to do when, when you were a kid and do you remember that instance which, which uh, pushed you towards entrepreneurship or, or that enlightening moment when you decided you want to get into entrepreneurship? Do you remember that as well? Uh, no, as a child, very honestly, I always wanted to be a lawyer and I, okay. it, I would say. Which you did. Because <laughs> I studied law. I don't. Right. Uh, I don't uh, practice uh, law. Right. But uh, you know, my grandfather, my mother's father, he was mm. a judge of high court in Bombay. Okay. So he was my idol when I was really small. So I used to go to uh, his house for summer vacations and he used to tell me the stories, uh, what happened in the court today. And right. That was a very fascinating thing to me. Huh. Um, so as a person, I have uh, grown up to be a very uh, I don't immediately agree to people. I always have two sides. Okay. So I always have that thing in me that, you know, if somebody is telling me something, it may have another side to look at. So I am, I, I uh, you know, uh, I'm not saying that I fight with people, I argue with people, but I always try and find the real reason why somebody is behaving in, in a pattern or why something is happening in a pattern. So, um, that is why I wanted to be a lawyer, I think, or advocate, because I think 
that's all my grandfather taught me to uh-huh. be true and to be right. loyal and to take a right decision you know right. after right. viewing everything so right. i always wanted to be a lawyer uh, right. so entrepreneurship actually it just happened over the period of time or uh, working uh, as a ceo today as a company it right. just happened over the time i believe you know that abhishek that it's it's just uh, if you give your 100% to whatever you are doing Huh. uh you do grow in life that's what hmm. my thing is because if you see my career graph i started as a senior customer associate hmm. Hmm. but and today i have reached to a particular position but that has happened due to sheer hard work and right. yeah being loyal to what you do great great so amazing story uh, so i think anyways half of the battle was was anyways when you have achieved what you wanted to do in your life in terms of becoming a lawyer you have a degree so whenever you want to do that you can do it even if not today probably after 10 years also so so i think that that has already been achieved so my uh, so i mean uh, again as uh, when we when we talk about import export business always seen uh, as as a very very male dominated uh, industry so when you first stepped into this field uh, how was the vibe around uh, did you find any difficulties uh, what kind of challenges you faced initially when you started this i would like to disagree a bit i think um, it's changing you know the okay. not changing it has changed a lot i mean oh, uh, 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 not in any domain i think uh, right it is anything like a male dominated thing is right hmm. Hmm. um kiran majumdar show ma'am or even right. banking industry you have so many uh, big ladies who are actually doing such a marvelous job right uh, we have our finance minister as a lady now so i think in each and every field a lady or a female has proven that she can stand right next to the man you know right and uh, we don't i i i'm not a like a feminism feminism <laughs> or all that stuff but i say that we all at same par you know right so if you can do that so can i and it's not a competition it's just the probably you know it's just that uh, zest to do something in life so right. uh, i think hard work if you are uh, good enough to do a job uh, your sex shouldn't be a problem for anyone right. and fortunately uh, i have always been blessed with extremely nice uh, teammates colleagues mm. bosses mm. who have never uh, who have always given me an opportunity as they would give it to a male person or a male colleague right. so i never found any difficulty in terms of speaking to somebody right because i am a female or mm-hmm. i was looked differently or i was treated differently because i was a female right. i think uh, i have been blessed with somebody or everybody whoever i worked with mm-hmm. uh, they judge according to the talent or according to the grasping power that you have so i think i have been lucky enough to uh, not to face any such problems or any um, favoritism both yeah. ways so yeah. i have been treated just exactly a male female person would have been treated So it has been i would say it is an easy journey because if you are not knowledgeable then yes mm. i mean you have to prove yourself but there has no such incident with me where i could i mean you know think of because right. i'm a female so so in in terms of when you started your career because you your background is not not was i mean you had come from a different industry background when you were talking you telling me that you were uh, working with india pulse but this is completely different sector so uh, did you face any difficulty or or in, in terms of learning about the game game of the business yes um uh, not a difficulty but uh, honestly 
I was clueless um, okay. when I started working right. because I had no knowledge about import export trading. Oh. I didn't know what are foreign trade policies. Uh, how is it changing? We have to also, I mean, you know, when uh, a country wise, country specific rules are there, country specific policies are there, each right. and every product specifications are there. So right. if I want to even uh, trade into Apple hmm. uh, to Spain, they hmm. will have a specific, uh, I mean, you know, the size of the apple, the pesticides that are used, XYZ things that are used, or what kind of climate it has been grown into. So each and every product, country-specific things are there. So of course, every, nobody expects you to learn that immediately. As a product comes, you start learning about it. That, okay, fine, these, this country has got these specifications. And then you need to find a manufacturer who is adhering to these conditions. Then there are logistics in terms of shipping the product and all right. that stuff and duties. Um, so it has been a good learning process for me. Uh, right. See, my domain remains always same about sales and business development. Right. Only the products are changing. Hmm. So each and hmm. every day I have a new learning experience, which is an um, extremely uh, satisfying thing for me because I love learning new things. So right. uh, yeah, it has been uh, not difficult. It has been a lot of learning for me since the time I've joined. Great, great, great journey, Rajshi. So guys, those who are listening to this conversation, keep listening because I'm going to get more information about uh, how Rajsi uh, got into entrepreneurship and how she has excelled in, in all the fields which she has worked till date. So, uh, so my next question to you Rajsi is a lot of people uh, have this uh, uh, glam, they always see the glamorous part of entrepreneurship that you know people getting funding, uh, you know lots of money, uh, looking at, at at some icons like Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. Uh, so, so what are your what do you feel which which you should tell the younger generation who plan to get into entrepreneurship, or even for somebody who wants to get into entrepreneurship at at some stage of life? That what are those myths which which you would like to burst right away before we get into detailed conversation? Uh, well, I think uh, not only in entrepreneurship, I would say uh, Abhishek, but in general, if you want to do something in life and if you want to achieve something in life i think uh, there are some things that we need to develop in ourselves uh, the first thing is patience uh, we should always be skill driven so always i mean you know they say um, jack of all master of none but right. you should try and uh, make yourself master of some or the other thing in life uh, right. what is your passion so uh, you follow your passion uh, try and uh, gain as much knowledge as you can because no knowledge goes waste. Like, trust me, uh, when I started as a uh, senior uh, customer associate, you know, I used to speak to clients from the UK. Right. And uh, it was, a, very honestly, it was a call center, you can say. So right. they had given us a, a training on your voice modulations, your accent and everything. And we used to think that, you know, what do you think? Like we can't speak English, <laughs> but yeah. that knowledge also comes handy when I speak today to the European clients, to American clients. I understand the voice modulations. I know that what they want. We started right. understanding their mentality. Uh, right. So no knowledge goes waste, you know? So huh. it's it very also at the same time when you have huh. knowledge, it's right. very important to share that knowledge to people. Because right. unless and until you share that knowledge to people, you also cannot grow as a person. You right. Know? right. And uh, there is always, I have always 
believed than each and every person that you meet in your life there is something that you can learn from that person so uh-huh. we need to just find that small little thing that we can learn from somebody uh-huh. and we have to give that time to each other to learn so right. i think yeah this is is pretty much it and uh, follow your passion and live your life and mm-hmm. be true i don't like dishonest people Great, so, great. Yeah, so that's about it. Sure. So, so Rajshree, uh, since you are into business domain from from uh, such a long time, uh, whose work do you admire in the business domain? Who are those people who you think uh, are somebody who are uh, uh, whom you would like to be like, or whom would you follow? Um. Uh, this no, these can be in your domain. It can be in any other category or industry as well. No, I have only one favorite person, and that is Ratan Tata sir. Hmm. and uh, i mean of course no points given for uh, guessing why because he is uh, i think he is a true indian a man we can learn so much from you know he is such a big visionary and also i mean the entire tata group for that matter they right. are uh, philanthropic and the most dynamic thing about you know of course i mean everybody talks about it what he did with ford and jaguar you know that okay. is like a one of the biggest and the most dynamic move that any indian would have expected him to do hmm. but hmm. Uh, i think you know uh, it's it's about sir is that when the ford incident happened like you know he went on to buy the jaguar land rover and the preservance that made him excel right ford entirely it's so much to learn from that guy and he's so grounded you know he is um, like i have a friend i have been lucky enough i have a friend who was uh, studying i think uh, in iit or iim something and he sent a letter so ratan tata sir had come to uh, iim i think iim bangalore okay. so they had come uh, he had come there to give a guest a lecture mm-hmm. and um, a friend of mine actually spoke to him for a minute Hmm. and uh, he sent a letter to him an email rather uh, an email to him later at a later stage uh, that sir i mean you know i'm a big fan of you and i really liked your work and i would like to you know i value your uh, your values and right. i respect and all that stuff he had written and he actually replied to that mail i mean a guy of his uh, capacity a guy of his uh, what do you say uh, that strength that he has he actually responded to that letter that i am very overwhelmed by your mm. mail and it gives me a great uh, courage and great uh, i mean you know to keep moving ahead in life so i mean it doesn't matter how much money you have if you are not grounded you mm. will not be respected so that's what i learned from him you know like he's mm. just the next level so i adore him i worship him he's my the last and the first idol so mm. if i become even 1% of what ratan tata sir is i think i have achieved something in life understood understood yeah. and if you do you do you read books as well and if you do which is your favorite book on on entrepreneurship or or probably in any category i am not that much of a reader hmm, hmm. Uh, maybe i mean you know because i was studying law because uh, i am doing this now the only thing that i read is foreign trade policies law mm. books and mm. all that thing i've read but yeah i mean i've not read but it's got nothing to do with uh, entrepreneurship or business or what my all time favorite book was uh, the little women 
by hmm. Louisa May Alcott. It's just shown the family values. It's just shown how the family is always together in their tough times and good times. So, it I read it when I was really small, like sixth or seventh standard. But uh, that has been always been my favorite book. So whenever I'm a little down, I go and read that book, and that just boosts me up, you know. So that right. has been my favorite book. Yeah. Understood. Understood. So, so uh, now talking, I mean, we have spoken about the the brighter side of entrepreneurship and uh, what what entrepreneurs do, and everybody sees only the glamorous part and the good part of it. Uh, but but uh, as you have also been running your own business, you also know that entrepreneurship also has a darker side uh, of of this, which which leads to stress, which leads to depression, which which leads to a lot of negativity as well. So uh, my question to you is. Uh, how do you cope up uh, with with all these uh, negative emotions as well because there is no way that entrepreneurship is only a journey full of roses so uh, what is your uh, uh, hack to to uh, manage the stress and and all this uh, troubles um i think um, you know as a person if you say hmm. uh, everybody has got tough times okay of course i am not sadguru sadguru that you know i will be calm and uh, content and i'll just handle everything nicely so mm. there are always these mood swings you are sometimes clueless about how to handle a thing mm. but uh, the only thing that uh, i think that i keep doing whenever mm. a tough situation happens which most of the time happens because mm. you know when you're working at this level and when you are working in this situation with today's market there mm. is always a challenging situation on a daily basis mm. i mean mm. every day there is some or the other thing that is going wrong mm. but mm. Uh, the only thing that keeps striving me towards is keep doing what is right mm. keep find keep yourself uh, positive mm. and uh, i don't let the negative thoughts come in me and distract me to a level where i get bogged down upon it mm. so whenever mm. there is a difficult situation i take a deep breath i be patient i mm. speak to my uh, mentors that mm. what are the ways to come out of that situation you know and what mm. is whatever is the best possible way to come out of that situation mm. you try each and everything mm. so if there are four ways maybe one way only gets uh, pulls you out of the situation but sometimes you try four and mm. even still you are still there but be patient uh, mm. keep uh, working towards it Mm. uh keep fighting the situation mm. and uh, i think that's that's give it time everything has got its own time but uh, you don't i mean you know uh, lose hopes mm. Mm. that that's what keeps driving me i think when i say about i have been a sportsman mm. that uh, comes handy because when you are a sportsman you are uh, trained to accept your uh win and loss both right. so you don't get bogged down when you lose something you mm. come up again with mm. a more strength and with more perseverance so to win it so that's what it's a fighting spirit that keeps me alive i think right right yeah so uh, uh, since since we are also discussing about uh, uh, the all all the different pieces of the show obviously there are a lot of skill sets and qualities which which we can but what do you think are the top 5 qualities which which you feel every entrepreneur should have uh, to build a successful career what what are your top 5 qualities 
again i'll say patience hmm. um team building hmm uh, giving a fair opportunity hmm. to uh, share uh, every team members ideas and uh, you know uh, his views hmm. on the things that we are doing hmm. uh, because what happens is sometimes uh, just out of the box ideas come from sheer um, having a conversation over a coffee you know with a team mm. so mm. giving that fair chance to everybody mm. to speak about it uh, being patient with the team i think is very mm. important and uh, dealing with everything with maximum calmness and uh, being positive is what actually i think mm. helps mm. being a good being a good uh, i'm not saying leader but being a good good team person right 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 so uh, understand understanding this uh, uh, see now uh, when when you started your career i'm sure you must have also spoken to a lot of people and that's how everybody gets into any any learning or any advice which anybody gave you when you started your career i mean it could be in entrepreneurship or it could be in your job as well which uh, you still remember and which you still follow as a principle across your whole career um again i had read uh, I, I i read a lot about uh, ratan tata sir uh, and one of his interviews uh, he had said that it does not matter what one does until it's what they believe it's right for them uh, so i think uh, no matter uh, it did not matter how other people actually quantify the situation one is uh, um he also strongly believes in uh, i mean you know he says that you strong you should strongly believe in your idea mm. and you should always learn to forgive out uh, to figure out what their mm. thoughts tell them right. and uh, whether their set of beliefs will take them to the right destination or not but it's your destiny i mean you know you mm. are creating it mm. and as long as you believe in your idea as long as you believe in your philosophy i think nothing will go wrong so i always believed in that that whatever my gut feeling tells me mm. that this is right Mm. and i own up my mistakes so that's very important for everybody so uh. even if i make a mistake i own up my mistake but i learn from it so yeah that was the best advice that i have taken from sir mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. understood yeah. understood uh and and uh, when we when you see so i mean obviously uh, the current scenario in terms of covid uh, i'm sure it has impacted your industry as it has impacted other industries as well but uh, so what impact which you are seeing in the short term that is question number 1 and question number 2 is uh, what do you think where do you see your industry in in a long term perspective in probably next 5 to 10 years what do you think things will will change uh, there as well um okay so i mean you know very honestly uh, fortunately import export or trading this person hmm. uh, it has yes it did impact for the 3 months Huh. march april may it did huh. have its own impact huh. but with the make in india movement and the huh. current market trend india has actually uh, begun to work on a, a continuity plan to kick start exports you know huh. they have already started working huh. because uh, uh, once the co- country emerges from this kind of a, i mean you know the entire pandemic of covid right. 19 right. uh, this is actually this would also include the cutting down of import dependency on china hmm. and all that stuff so hmm. by focusing aggressively on the uh, i mean you know improving safety compliances 
and uh, quality goods mm. to gain global market share i think we have done a lot of things in terms mm. of i mean government has done a lot of steps to mm. make it a lot more easier than mm. earlier for the import export trading mm. and also i think globally our acceptance level has grown uh, a lot to a large extent than mm. what it was maybe last year also and uh, also the other countries who are trying to revamp their strategies for the sectors or for the uh, manufacturing units or the production units they had in china they mm. are trying to shift their base back to other countries and i think india has become the most favorite country for them mm. so that has actually um, opened a lot of doors this pandemic mm. has lo- uh, opened a lot of doors for import export trading mm. so i see a extremely good future in short term also and mm. in long term also for import export understood understood so you you see there's there's a bright uh, brighter side post covid as well which is going to come very soon certainly certainly i believe in that great 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 so as as we uh, come to the end of our podcast rajshi uh, i have two uh, hypothetical questions for you mm-hmm. uh, one is uh, if you have a uh, time machine and if you could go back in in time 5 uh, years 10 years 15 years wherever you want to go uh, what would you go where will you go and what changes will you make in your life and in the same time machine if you could go at 5 to 10 years ahead uh, where will you go which year you will go and and where do you see yourself and your company going oh my god okay <laughs> uh time machine i think uh, i am very happy with the way my life has been so hmm. i don't want to go back in the past huh. uh, see i believe in one thing abhishek whatever i am is because um the kind of mistakes that i've made in my life the kind of uh, decisions that i've taken in my life the kind right. of right decisions wrong decisions the kind of way that i have chosen my life to be so okay. that is why i am what i am so i don't want to change anything but yes in future if you say i would like to go to uh, this is coming from a different angle but i mean you know i am a die hard animal welfare person Okay. I didn't tell you this, but I used to work in Katra Zoo, which is. Oh. You are you are, are you aware of Katra? Yeah, yeah. I was in oh, Pune for yeah. almost two two and a half years. So yeah. So I was working with Katra Zoo as a volunteer. I used to do as a as a volunteer, and uh, I really would want to do something for the wild animals, for the domestic animals, huh. and I'm totally against uh, the animal violence, basically. so if 10 years down the line if i am good enough well enough to take care of my family and all i think uh-huh. i would like to go to africa uh-huh. and take oh, wow. care of all the animals maybe you know have uh-huh. some organization taking care of all the wild animals where they are free they are safe and uh, i mean of course they would be safe i don't want to cage them but i mean you know just for their safety purpose i would like to do something for them so Understood. yeah great 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 so uh, it was it was really great uh, chatting with you rajshin i think uh, we uh, tried to extract lot of information <laughs> and lot of uh, interesting nuggets from from your life and i'm very sure people who are listening to this uh, uh, podcast will definitely benefit from it so uh, if if your the listeners want to get in touch with you how can they get in touch with you where can they find you uh linkedin i my profile is there on linkedin they can always message me on linkedin or my email id is also there maybe i can share it with you if you want to just share sure. it with them 
ंग्राम एंड यू कैन कनेक्ट विद्लिंग एट अभिषेक राजपुर थैंक यू एंड गॉड ब्लेस यू ऑल